Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective. Hi, I'm Asiel the Oracle, and this is Readings for the Collective, episode 54. Thank you for tuning in. As I bring myself to the space, I do feel guided to speak about the end of a cycle, the beginning of a new cycle, which we will call a sensitive period. This episode is inspired by Maria Montessori, as she helped us understand the sensitive periods within the child, which refers to the critical moments of development where a child is in absorption, meaning they are like a sponge. And within specific years, there are specific lessons and ideas that should be implemented. For example, the child between the ages of two and four is in a sensitive period of common courtesy and respect. Meaning, if the child does not observe courtesy and respect during these ages, it will be very difficult for them to practice courtesy and respect as a teenager or an adult. It is not impossible to implement the lessons, but it is more difficult if we do not observe them or absorb them rather within the sensitive period. And today we might come to a deeper understanding in regards to the sensitive period of the adult that is coming into realization in regards to a more refined higher self as we call it. So today, if you are finding it difficult to resonate or relate to people or accept yourself as you are, this can be the indicator that we are in a sensitive period collectively and we are being guided to implement or absorb new lessons that we will need in a future timeline. So we will discuss what the sensitive period may look like as an adult. Let us bring awareness to the breath and to the heart space. May you feel the love of Prime Creator, allowing love to flow to you and through you now. And may you be in clarity and have access to your divine memory. If we can refer to the philosophy of Maria Montessori in regards to the sensitive period, she might have been letting us know that we are in a constant development towards a more refined version of self. And as we come in, or as we incarnate on earth, we are neutral, you might say, and the ideas, belief systems, and culture perspectives that we are born into have a very influential effect on who we will be. And sometimes this creates conflict because as the child, we come in remembering where we came from and what we really are. 
in a future timeline, you might say, we will understand that it is not our job as adults to teach the child that is born into Earth, but to teach ourselves to change our old ways and learn from the child as they represent a more established connection to Source. Collectively speaking, you can see how we are in a phase of discomfort as we are confused in regards to the exterior circumstances. If you observe the world, it looks very chaotic and destructive. But since everything is working in our favor, this must be leading us into a more refined aspect of self, which is why we are referring to this timeline as a sensitive period. As you come to know yourself as a radiant being, as source awakening, since there is only one almighty presence here, the I am, your scientists know this and will tell you that there is one particle in existence and it has been replicating itself over and over. So when I tell you I am another you, I literally am you, a replica, a version, an alternate. However you see it, we are all each other experiencing the one self. But as we incarnate on earth, we integrate or take on the belief systems of the group setting we're born into. This too works in your favor. In my personal life, I am experiencing some discomfort in my home life, you might say, which has inspired this episode. However, I have come out on the other side of it with a deeper understanding, which is why I want to share the experience with you. It is very important that as we move forward, you come to accept yourself and love yourself as you are. Brother Yeshua reminds us, if you are not in acceptance, you are in judgment. And how can you accept another or the world if you don't accept yourself? So as we are in this sensitive period, we are given the opportunity to observe the aspects of self that do not line up with the more refined version of what we are, which we are always in a steady motion towards. You are in constant development. You are source expanding. There is no other way for us to know what we really are but to experience the aspects of self that we don't really resonate with or accept. This is being brought to the surface for your attention and integration. So what would a sensitive period look like in an adult? This can be very confusing because it would stir up negative emotions, discomfort and dis-ease. Again, since everything's working in our favor, how else can these aspects of self get your attention unless you feel it clearly? This is why we remind you so often your negative emotion is working in your favor, asking you to reinterpret the data or to have a deeper understanding. And as we come to the end of a phase or a cycle, a spiritual season you might call it, we are transitioning into a new cycle. And since we are inhabitants of Mother Earth, Gaia, we must 
to refine our own vibration and frequency to continue to match the environment in which we reside. And as you can see, we are all living in our own reality. Collectively speaking, you might say we are living in two worlds today and that never feels good. So the contrast that we resist so often is our own reflection, reminding us that one, you are either identifying as a aspect of self that you are no longer. Meaning, it's time to reinterpret memories and take the lesson and go. Or two, this could also mean that you are in a experience or situation, your personal circumstance you might say, that is reflecting you back to you. This is difficult for some of us to understand because if you are experiencing someone in negative emotion or what one might call evil or bad, you don't see it as a reflection of self. Does this mean it is literally you? Well, since we are the one mind experiencing infinite states of being, it is a reflection of your thoughts. So sometimes when you are in a situation that don't feel so good, you are not observing what you are, you are observing yourself focused in the direction of what you are not. Always an opportunity to observe thyself and to make sure you are being more disciplined in your alignment. So as I was having a difficult situation relating and resonating with my loved ones and the people around me, I came to the understanding that I am not accepting myself fully. I need to be more of what I am. And today, I am experiencing aspects of self that make me uncomfortable, but not me. It makes me uncomfortable because I feel it makes others uncomfortable. I do feel very isolated, but I enjoy my alone time, and I've learned I love to be alone because only when I'm by myself can I be myself. Only when I'm with Source or with Mother Father God am I loving who I really am. And when I am in the world, I am living in a split consciousness and this does not feel good. So today, I choose to stand in my full radiance and in the timeline of my highest good, remembering it is not my responsibility or job to make others comfortable. And only when I learn to accept and love myself as I am, then others will accept and love me too. So I am seeing my own discomfort with the self when I observe my loved ones and people around me uncomfortable with me and what I am. So our intention of this episode is to remind you that you are divine perfection. You are exactly as Mother Father God created you. And we are not qualified to analyze or judge ourselves because you don't know who yourself really is. You are the I am presence. You are specifically created as you were needed to be. 
and when we try to understand in regards to what we are or why we are, this creates discomfort. So as we gather on this episode to honor the sensitive period, I will remind you that your sensitivity is a strength. We have spoke about this topic in previous episodes. It takes someone very strong to honor sensitivity. You are not weak. You are honoring and fulfilling the role assigned to you. And as we make this transition into a new phase or cycle, let us be more mindful to come to terms, to be in radical acceptance in regards to what you are. This does not mean you need to like it or agree, but you could only make the appropriate changes or calibrations if you accept what is first. So let us first remind you, you are perfect. You sit next to Mother, Father, God, perfect and untouched. And we needed you to be exactly as you are for the purpose of transmutation, which means that we are here to represent a new timeline. We knew it would be difficult. We understood the assignment very well, and we jumped at the idea to have this physical experience. So love yourself as you are, as you come to accept yourself as you are. And as you do this, you will stand in the radiance and the light of Mother Father God, which is where I see you all the time, in the brightest light. And now I am being an example of needing to see yourself, to see myself in that light as well, so that we can share, you can share your radiance with the world. So as we are coming to know ourself as a more radiant being, meaning to be the God awakening, what sensitive period might this be for us as an adult? It might be this sensitive period for self-love, to love yourself more. And why would this be a requirement in a very specific transition into a new reality. Because we need you to take the love that you are where you are going. And where you are going is in a more refined density where we are coming to accept ourselves and others, but you could only accept others if you accept yourself first. The most previous Pisces full moon might be the indicator we are transitioning out of the age of Pisces into the age of Aquarius, which is to be in unity consciousness. And for this reason, we are also in observation and reflection. The aspects of self that are in duality, your inner conflicts are all now rising to the surface. And although there are no solutions to seek because there is no problem here. 
there is a very deliberate action needed which is to hold the vibrational space or the preferred image of self that you would rather be. Meaning, when you know what feels bad, you know you'd rather feel good. But how can you know unless you feel it? So we are in a sensitive period of self-love to extend this love with others as we are coming to know there are no others. These past two days I have been extremely sensitive. I'm not sad, but I go in and out of sadness as I do process the data very differently today. I take it and then I process and I move on. However, I am noticing it is very difficult for me to observe the injustice in the world. I can't even look at an animal being mistreated, the idea of someone stepping on a spider even tugs at my heart and immediately puts me in tears. And I am taking this as the indicator that I am here as well as you are here to represent unconditional love. It is my wish and intention for all beings to be spiritually free. I rejoice in the day that I may not be able to observe, where we understand we are all related, that we are all, that we are all God's children. We are all brothers and sisters holding the space for one another to find our way. But the work don't change. If we are trying to facilitate love and peace on earth, we must find it within. So as this episode might be difficult for me to express or facilitate, I know it must be done, because in this interpretation of my sadness, I am having a deeper understanding that I came to love. I came to love the world, to be of service to the world. So now I must allow myself to be more of what I am, which is pure love. And this is what you are. We chose this timeline very specifically to incarnate into because we knew it would be the purging of our integration, meaning we would experience unbearable pain and density, which is counter-reflected in radiance. This is why Kuan Yin reminds us to go into your darkness so you can grow. So as I am coming to know myself as a higher dimensional being, I see you in this reflection as well. And again, as we set the intention to purify all discord energy, we must be prepared for what will rise to the surface. 
The work is to love yourself, to be exactly as you are. This don't mean agree with the aspects of self, meaning sometimes we integrate belief systems and ideas based off of the family setting we were born into. But this was no accident or coincidence. You chose very specifically the family that you would be born into as well as the cultural beliefs and ideas that would be imposed upon you. You understood that you would be forced fed ideas and truths and then need to come to your own realization as you interpret the data in a more refined way. Meaning, again, how can you know what you really are unless you're pretending to be something you're not which will eventually create conflict within. So how can you stand more fully in your radiance and come to accept yourself as you are? Remember, Brother Yeshua reminds us, when you are not accepting, you are judging. See yourself as a child of God as an example of heaven on earth. Understand that you are a way shower, a pioneer, the leading edge of expression, which is doing this deep integration for the children that come after us. I am well aware I will not get to observe the fruits of my labor, meaning I am planting seeds for the children that will come after me and I may or may not be here to observe them. So as we are sower of seeds, you don't see the evidence of your hard work immediately because there's a process. We are like the gardener planting rose bushes. We understand there's a germination that must occur. So although you don't see the evidence of your positive outcome or you may not bear the fruits of your labor immediately. We have to have faith and know that every action has a reaction and as you choose love for yourself, you hold the quantum space for the children behind us to be born into a reality of love. This is what we came for. To be the support system to ourself meaning the children coming after are you, since there is only one particle here replicating itself over and over. From this perspective, you might say that we are time travelers, that we came back to our past self to offer and facilitate the healing to our future self, and you are the paradox in between. Our only work right now as we go through this transition is to love ourselves and hold the space of love for others. Let us clarify the idea of bearing witness to the fruits of your labor. From a five-sensory perspective, the ego would love to predict and wonder what happens, meaning it wants to see the work that it's done, otherwise it doesn't perceive it. It feels as if it is not making any difference. So when we say 
you may not be able to bear the harvest of your labor. We mean the reality that the children are coming in to live in, a reality of oneness, harmony, where war is forbidden, where we are in brotherhood and sisterhood. There is an aspect of myself that has faith that we will come to see that day. In regards to the harvest that we can perceive right now, this previous full moon was also the harvest moon. So this is the indicator as we transition into the next spiritual season that you will bear witness to your fruits. But what does this look like? Coming from my own experience, it looks like when you forgive yourself and all others and you forgive the world for everything, you receive the gifts of God, which is your atonement to be in divine memory, to understand that you are one with all that is divine. And as you come to know yourself as this radiant being, it is reflected in the world. I do see the fruits of my labor, you might say, in our connection. It is a bittersweet experience that the only people I feel comfortable with, or that I can be myself with, are thousands of miles away from me. We are spread out throughout the world. However, only after I have come to do my inner work, to be more in alignment with a loving nature and loving self, only then was I able to connect with all of you. So I am perceiving the fruits of my labor in this moment as we are connecting in soul connection, as you are my soul family. So this is why we remind you often, as you alter the inner world, your outer world will be reflected. We have come into a timeline that has much momentum in regards to duality and polarity. So collectively speaking, can we witness the fruits of our labor yet? Well, not yet, because we can't force feed this onto other people. Buddha reminds us, you alone must walk the path. We must all do our own inner work and come to a more refined realization. Part of my suffering is in the idea that I am trying to save my family and loved ones. That I want so much for them to see their self how I see them, in radiance and joy and celebration. But I cannot do it for them. I can only be the example to show them what an integrated being looks like as they did know me in my depression and suicidal state of being. So if today it is not enough for them to witness me in joy and celebration, I don't know what else to do but to keep doing my work, to keep being the example of a integrated being, to do your inner work and heal from the inside out. So let us not be motivated, meaning let us not allow the exterior experience of earth today be the reason that we are trying too hard or forcing too hard. It is much easier than we are making it. All we have to do is do our own work and this will be reflected in the world. Again, I will never tell you to do something I am not practicing 
I only share my experience here and I am witnessing the shifts in my loved ones as I continue doing my work. But only after I accept myself first so I can accept them where they are. If I am observing them outside of alignment or not aware or honoring a 3D perspective as I do tell them, it is my own reflection letting me know that I still have inner work to do to be more in unity consciousness so that I can stop recognizing the unalignment in my loved ones. They are only reflecting to me my weakest link. The world only shows you where there's more work needed. So as we are in this sensitive period, as we transition into a new timeline, let us remind you that you are in the timeline of your highest good because this is what we came for. This is the work. It has to be us. No one is coming to help us or save us. It is us saving ourselves because there is only one self here. So if we can, let it be logical to the five senses that if we recognize the chaos and destruction and the impolarity in the world or in another, it is only letting us know what work needs to be done, we take away the struggle. We neutralize any conflict within and we understand that all things are working in our favor. So how is the chaos and destruction working in our favor as we are in this sensitive period into a new timeline? It's letting us know what we came for. Because when you observe the chaos and suffering in the world, it don't feel good. This is the indicator that this is not the absolute truth. Again, in my depressive state of being or my suicidal thoughts, now I know I never want it to die, even though I allowed the five senses to interpret it as such. I really didn't want to live in the reality I was living in, to be stuck in my memory loop, enchanted with the five senses, projecting my suffering on the world. That's what didn't feel good. I was never wanting to die. I was trying to not live that way, to live in the reality I came for. But we can only do this by doing our inner work. So the chaos and destruction, the collapsing of a paradigm, you might say, is the reflection of our inner work. It is letting us know that as we step into a more refined consciousness and a higher state of being, the conflict in the world will present itself more to us because we are the counteraction to it. Let us be very mindful not to oppose or to resist. This is not very wise as a vibrational being. We are being guided to have equilibrium, to stay centered and understand that the scale is rocking. It is going back and forth. In the next coming days, weeks and months ahead, there will be events that create much panic and distress on earth, and as you can see, that might be happening now. Let us see this as a joyous occasion, that our seeds are blossoming, that we are bringing to the surface what no longer aligns with where we are going, and we are going into unity consciousness. 
So let us rejoice that the light has come. And how do we know the light has come? Because the shadow is being brought to the surface. And as you say on earth, whatever is done in darkness will soon be brought to light. As we come to the end of this episode, I do feel guided to share some final thoughts in regards to the sensitive period as we transition into a new timeline. I first want to thank each and every one of you for being a support and coming to earth. You are my soul family and I love you so much. I rejoice in the day that we can be more connected, where we can come closer together, physically speaking. If you have been following me, you know that we have facilitated or hosted three seminars so far, and the fourth one is a Starseed Seminar. I'm not sure what the date will be or what that will look like. But it is my intention that we would be able to do this in person, to be in joy and love and support with one another. And if this is not feasible, we will offer this online. So look out for the um, dates and times of this final seminar. We say final because we received four ideas, meaning we just followed the guidance to facilitate these gatherings, and it came in a group of four. So I'm not sure what will happen after we honor or facilitate the last one, the Starseed Seminar, if more will come. Again, I just follow the guidance. Now, in regards to final thoughts about sensitivity, a sensitive period, There does come a time in the development of a multidimensional being where you might say there is irreversible damage, meaning you have opportunities that Mother Father God gives you throughout your experience here to repeat or evolve. And this is so important because Mother Gaia is evolving. She is ascending. She slows down her process, you might say, out of love. Out of compassion to give us another opportunity to vibrationally catch up to speed with where we are going. However, once she makes it past specific thresholds. If you have not done the work that is necessary to vibrate at the frequency of the threshold she just ascended into, you've missed the opportunity. This is why we reincarnate. Because Mother Father God loves us so much, we get another chance. It just may not be this lifetime. So doing your work, your inner work, is very important, not only for yourself to bring harmony and love to your own experience, but also so you can 
make the transition into the more refined dimensions and offer this data or experience to the world. As a vibrational being, you are interconnected with all. Remember, you are the one particle reflected, duplicated. So we are in a timeline that is a very specific energetic signature. And if we don't match the vibration of the timeline we are now in, you will not feel very good. You will feel discomfort and conflict. You will continue to project your inner conflicts on the world. So let us on this day be accountable for our own miscreations. Remembering only you manifest for you. You are responsible for your own alignment and happiness. If you are still looking to the world for your reason to be in joy and celebration, you are miscreating, counter-creating. The work is within. And as we have come to know, the sensitive period of this timeline might be self-love. This is our only work, to love yourself, to seek and find the aspects of self that you don't accept. How can you love all aspects of self if you don't accept it? Again, accept don't mean agree or like. All things can be recreated. All manifestations can be unmanifested. But only when you accept you are the creator of your own experience. That you are the co-creator with Mother Father God, with Source. And since Source loves us so much, we have the idea of free will. And you do. You can do what you want. But this idea is more confusion. Archangel Mikhail reminds us what we call the law of free will is the law of confusion once you understand yourself as a higher vibrational being. So the work is not very difficult. It is actually easier than we make it. For you to love what you love, to follow your passions, your creativity and desire. When we say desire, this is not to be confused with the five sensory desire, to want a thing. We mean the desire in your heart space. Your unwavering thoughts and the glimpses of your perfect timeline are you in a preferred reality. This is what we mean when we say desire. I love you all so much. I see you in the brightest light. I am coming to a new realization about the self, and it has been not difficult. I am resilient and strong. My lowest vibrational thoughts was my only battle, and I have overcome that battle, so nothing can ever bring me down again. However, I am coming into a more sensitive state of being. I am feeling more. And it is creating discomfort to the five senses. But as I brought myself to this space, I realized my only work is to accept myself. To accept my sensitivity. To understand that I am that I am. Because Mother Father God created me as I am. 
and it is not up to me with the five senses to try to analyze or understand what I am. I only need to know what I feel, and I feel sensitive. I feel sad for the confusion in the world. But as I say this, I understand that's me identifying as the five senses, that I came to be an emissary of light and a facilitator of heaven on earth. So on one perspective, we needed to be aware of the suffering. Remember, we incarnated into a default setting, which is duality and polarity. And now, I am having a difficult time looking in that direction. So I will take that as a sign and a blessing, meaning I am witnessing the fruits of my labor. Because as I look in the direction of the distortion, I cry and it don't feel good. And since we have come to a new realization, I understand that is a misinterpretation of my five senses. So let us be in joy and celebration, because the light has come.